We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Conservative. What I don't like about Washington is they're very nice to your face, and then they take a shiv or a machete, and they stab it in your back. I'm a Wall Street guy, and I'm more of a front-stabbing person, and, and I'd rather tell people directly how I feel about them. Nobody talk about politics. Like, don't say anything, you know. A marriage that's been through it all. She has filed for divorce over his naked political ambition. These are the views of a couple in love. A couple with children. A couple with differing opinions and perspectives a couple that survived he's kind of like an impetuous guy in in many ways that's great in some ways it's tough when you're married what leads them back to each other communication conversation and a realistic outlook on the world we live in your hosts anthony and deirdre scaramucci this is mooch and the missus is it is it mooch and the missus or is it like mrs mooch and mrs mooch Tell the truth. What is it? Because it's really not. Well, I mean, you're so, lucky to have me because I watched your Periscope from this morning with disaster. I had it deleted. It was disaster. That was the uh, stupidest, uh, yeah. most boring yeah, so, thing I've ever seen. So I, I Periscope one of my sales guys. The guy was like Robert Mueller. It was like no comment, and turning bright red. And then on the on the little Periscope, it said, "Where's Mrs. Mooch?" And then a couple of people said, "Hey." Anytime you're scoping, we only want to see Mrs. Mooch. You yeah, know because what I, mean? so I bring it, the I bring the pain. So it's, it's, I will it's, blow you out of the water. Yeah, you bring the plane, <laughs> blow me out of the, the water. The plane, the pain. I don't bring the plane. You bring the plane. I bring the pain. How about but my little gibbon sized testicles? Uh, that, I mean that. I mean you know you just. I never knew about my testicles are a lot smaller than chimps. Well, once <laughs> I found out that large testicles was a sign of promiscuity, I went from red ruby grapefruits to. To like green peas, in ruby like red se- grapefruits. Ruby red. I was I was down to green peas in less than seven seconds. I thought mm-hmm. it was a remarkable recovery, given what happened. Let's talk about Trump and Cummings. Talker. We've got a we've got a surprise guest appearance, but before that, we have to talk about Trump and Cummings, King worst Eli- last or, name ever, or AK or AKA <laughs> King Elijah. Long. So so, what do you think about this? Not a good last name. It's worse than my maiden name. All right. So. Um, what do I think about it? I think that we are in some uncharted territory with the president. I can't believe he says the things that he does. And he admitted today in a press poll uh, at the White House that there is no strategy. <laughs> it's just called crazy ass mofo. That's his strategy. He said that with the cop, they're like chomping behind. Yeah, they right? said, well, what's your strategy? He goes, there's no, and he, of course, he said it 20 times. There's no strategy. That No strategy. No, no strategy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, so, no, no, no. He wants people to know man, that man. that's, yeah, but he, people wants to know that it, it's all him. And so what he wants to do is he wants to drive us all batshit crazy uh, get all of his surrogates, everybody into a corner, twist them up like Auntie Ann pretzels, and then crush the environment and win anyway. But I think the stuff's racist. He should really stop it. And if he doesn't stop it, people are going to break from him. And so he keeps it up. I guarantee you reasonable Republicans will say no mas, Roberto Duran, and they're out of there. That's I am the least racist person there is anywhere in the world. Well, well, well. Okay, but I, I actually, I actually believe that in the following. I don't think the guy is racist. Okay, he's so transactional. 
he does not see your color. Okay, no, so it's you're, like he's we're all objects. Yeah, like, you know? if you're if you're a full blown narcissist, <clears throat> you objectify everything and 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 you you don't even see the dimensionality of the person. So there's no way that anybody can convince me that he's racist. Okay, Amorosa was trying to take my head off on that, but even when Amorosa liked him, she had to admit he's too transactional to be racist. I don't get it. Wasn't she saying he wasn't a racist? Yeah, well, now she, she met him. They locked her. Literally, she had her recording pen, like her like spy pen. They locked her in the situation room for uh, two hours. And, no, and, and then they fired her. She got pissed. What I want to talk about is Melania's boobs. Did you see that? Melania's boobs? Oh, so- I don't know. <laughs> Uncle Neil, am I allowed to have noticed Melania's boobs or what? With my little gibbon testicles? I mean, did I you notice can't, them? I don't even know. Like, Jesus you Christ. How, I mean, when you Michelle- can't win that one. I want to talk about Melania's boobs. Let me put the like the little light on on my pen here coming out of my... No collusion. Okay. No. Oh, well, Trump is not... That is an international tragedy, Neil. What? Trump has had no collusion with Melania Trump in two and a half years. I would it's a shame. Be, I think it's a national, domestic, international tragedy. I think it's one of the reasons why he's so angry. A little bit of collusion for the president would go a long way here. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. A love note to Melania. It's a. It's in the national interest at this point. It's a cry out to the first lady. Okay. Well. Go anyway. Ahead. So, do you remember when Michelle Obama wore like a sleeveless dress and everybody made a big deal? Yeah. So the other day, well, was I she flashing like, head beams? Was she, she had, had like, no, she had no bra on, and like um, it was kind of like a see-through shirt. It was like white, and it was like a wet t-shirt contest, and she was like out and about in Washington. And that's is that normal? You haven't seen this I picture? Have no I have idea. to show you. I have no idea. I, I got to no show idea. you. I'm, I'm I'm trying to stay out of this one. I can no. Already, be honest. This, have you seen the picture? This podcast is brought to you by Arid Extra Dry. Okay, I'm trying to stay out of this because what if, if I say I saw the moonbeams and I'm going to get clubbed like a seal? Did you so see I'm it not, or no? Tell uh, the truth. Maybe, maybe I saw it. I mean, of course, I saw it. How could you not see it? Okay, it was like I'm being international news. Sexist. I got the light on. I have the <laughs> nipple light on on the back of my pen here. Here's the nipple light. Okay, she was flashing full bright lights. Okay, you saw it, right? Of course, duh, of course I saw it. I mean, how could you not see it? It looked like Jacqueline Bissett in the deep. You could Google that for those of you that don't remember Jacqueline Bissett. No, it looked the like deep. that picture of Kim Guilfoyle at Fashion Week. Okay. All right. Maybe, oh, my God. Shot to the nuts. Okay. So moving on, should we invite the guest in no now at this no moment? No bra and a flash, Okay, baby. Should, we, should, we, should we invite the guest in now at this yes. point then? Okay, so uh, let's welcome Madison Malloy. Hi, I'm so excited to be here with you guys. So, so Madison, we're not going to do justice to the introduction, so tell us about yourself. Well, no, your, so let's tell them. Scale. She has her own podcast right. that you were happy to did. be on Next called to Next to Madison. Thank you for inviting me on. Yeah, the thanks for doing it. was good, right? It was excellent. Okay, so thank you. Yeah, they... You should get Mrs. Mooch to come on. I want okay, her to come on. Oh, yeah. She'll open up like the top of a can opener to wine punch. She'll be going everywhere, you know. <laughs> I said do that to my mom, you know. I, you know, you have like the... The thing you press the hole in the can, or you'd use the yeah. can opener. When I was opening a wine punch as a kid, I used the the can opener. It was just send a wine punch. No, everywhere. there used to be a thing. Yes, I know. I didn't know it came in a can. You're younger. You're definitely younger than us. It, it used to come in this big can, like okay. this oversized can with a metal top, like a can yeah. of beans, but it was humongo. And then the can opener has that pointy metal thing yeah, on one side. I used to side. open it. I used to open no, but it you're with supposed a, to I know. push that into it, it and then. Trouble. <laughs> like make a little thing. Oh, like spout. a pour hole. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway, the point being, she spills tea. She spills a wine punch. 
she spills Tito's and vodka <laughs> with a little bit of lemonade and a little Perfect. soda. Right. So, I mean, she'll open up like a can. I love no it. Okay. I right, love so, but, it. I can't wait. In addition to cool. Next to Madison, which has got re- great reviews and you're doing great with the podcast. Yeah. You are a stand up I'm a stand up comedian. comedian. So, where do you perform? I'm all over the place. Um, my home base is in New York, so I'm at Gotham Broadway Comedy Club. Do you know how to New make York. a nun pregnant? Uh, no. Dress her up as an altar boy. Ah, there you go. Like, I'm not really. A, I'm not I don't a, think she's da, da, doing those. No, those I, kinds the, no yeah, yeah, I'm not like, a stand-up comedian, boom. but I thought I have one or two good jokes. You know the difference between a Greek and an Italian? <laughs> they don't one. No, don't the know. Greek. The Greeks invented sex, but the Italians introduced it to the women. The Italians. Oh, I was going to say one had a grape leaf, the other one had balls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I may go with that punchline. I, like that. I think that might so, be a better punchline. That's a good punchline. So, so tell us about where do you where do you perform? Like, where's your stand up? So I perform all over. I try to travel as much as I can. But you can go to my website, madisonmalloy.com, and I usually post my schedule up there. Anything um, here in New York in the coming months or no? So yes, there is stuff in New York. I'm at Gotham. I'm at New York Comedy Club, Grizzly Pear, like all different places it's on my website but i'm going on family vacation next week oh so good oh, i am good. off so i'm gonna be where are you uh, going i'm going to the family summer house on upper saranac lake sweet oh good yeah. up in new york upstate new york yeah. so they have some good beer up there don't they the saranac or beer but I'm a, I'm a coors light girl so oh yeah i like bud light but yeah. you oh you're a bud light girl yeah. oh but i like that you like but craft, i can drink like, coors light good beer like with the best of them yes. oh yeah all right, when you come on, we're we're gonna get a we'll get some beer. Okay, cool. It's gonna be I'm good. down. I'm Tito, ready. You get more out of her with Tito's vodka, just so you know. No beer. I'm better with beer. With with Tito's, I could start to get like too. Uzi. Remember, oh, we right. could do. Didn't you go shotguns. to Turks and Caicos with me? I went to Turks yeah, and Caicos. With with, I got I got beaten like a seal for the first two days, and then it got better. Oh yeah, my god! You gotta be yeah. careful with her. Because I was drinking. No, that was tequila. Yeah, and I'm not going yeah. to tequila. Can't. No. Tequila yeah. makes her clothes come off, right? It makes sexual escapades. Yeah. Well, the, the, the tequila <laughs> makes her like, clothes is... come off. The, no, the it tequila made my... makes everything come off. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the bark comes off, the and trail. the bark goes on. Oh my on. god! So, so go ahead. So, so you're, you're go ahead. Uh, she's going this? ahead. She told us. So I actually I came down. Uh, I moved to New York to originally work in mortgage-backed securities and did that for a couple of years, and then I was like, "Did you work for?" I worked for Nomura. Okay, Nomura yeah. Securities. And uh, you were downtown, or where were you? I was downtown, downtown yeah. when they were in the financial center. Mm-hmm. Did the whole residential mortgage-backed security thing, and um, we all know what kind of evolved and happened there. And mm-hmm. at that point, it was an were easy you, segue you, to get you out. You there during the global financial crisis? Yeah. Or no, you were okay. Yeah. So why did you transition? You always had a dream to do this, or you know, when I was the happiest in my life was when I was making people laugh. And for me, it was kind of, you know, when I had then gone on to do an e-commerce, try my hand at an e-commerce business, and I lost my Series 7 because it expired if right. you don't yeah, use you it for two years. years. Yeah. Right, right. So I remember thinking like, oh, my gosh, I screw up my life. And my dad was like, you know what? You don't go after the money. You should go after what makes you happy. And that's kind of I how I landed in the, the comedy advice. world. But I didn't realize it would be as hard um, but it's led to so many cool things like the podcast. I'm also a writer and we've got a bunch of shows in development that we're working on and just so many different avenues that you so can go down. So are you like the modern day marvelous Miss Maisel or? I guess. Yeah. But I don't, I don't have parents and uh, that take care of my children and nor do I have children. So not really. <laughs> right. I gotcha. She had a pretty, so, she had a pretty easy, it seemed like. Um, 
We watched that for a little while, right? I mean, then we yeah. started watching. Yeah, we watched show. Show. No, it. Was good. It was we good. Just, I enjoyed the show. I mean, I would, I would go back and watch it. Very well. Done. Life got in yeah. the way, and so we stopped yeah, watching that's, it. But that's one of the problems. You have young kids; you get bat- batted around. You can't watch everything. Um, did you see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I haven't seen it yet, but I heard okay. it's amazing. So last night, okay, and um, it was re- it started out really, really funny and really good, and then it got super slow. To the point, so it, was, it was a we thirty like, minutes longer. In my yeah, opinion, a half an hour that could have been thirty minutes longer out. than it should have oh. been. But I thought, I thought the acting between the oh, but the, they're ama- the cast oh, is amazing. Oh my god, yeah. Brad oh my god. Pitt, I mean, by the way, don't go by us saying that. I mean, you should definitely go see it. I mean, Brad Pitt. No, and, you'll uh, enjoy it. It's Leonardo a great movie. Yeah. are so good. It's a good together. summer movie. So funny. You know what I mean, and um, what's her face is smoking hot Margot Robbie. Yeah, I wouldn't I mind seeing was her. Yeah, me right. I didn't She's see any of her boobs on okay. that. Neil, I saw her legs. Neil, if we want ratings, you and I have to leave the podcast right at this moment. Okay? If they I was full, afraid when Margot they, Robbie and the Neil no, came out. My own if they go full-blown lesbianic, right? Neil, you gotta, look, you are redder than a cherry tomato. Hey, Wolf of Wall Street is a good I'm movie. Just, I'm just letting you know, if they start going full-blown lesbianic, you and I have to walk out oh, because we right. need to get so the downloads. Was Someone's going to man the board, Street, And so is Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, remember, she's worked with Scorsese and Quentin Tarantino, and obviously Leo and both Brad Pitt have worked with... Yeah. You know, Tarantino uh, has has Pat, Brad Pitt worked with Scorsese. I can't remember, but I, know I don't think so. Obviously, Leo has worked with. Can't Scorsese. remember, but he looks damn good for his age. Brad Pitt. Oh, he's there in was great a scene shape. where he was on the roof with no shirt on, and he was like, uh, um, fixing. Who's jealous? Not me. Type of jealous, little syndrome of jealousy. No, he was fixing no, like guy uh, the guy's start. cable or something. Oh, yeah. and he had on no shirt. I did three. And he was like drinking a beer on a roof, like in the sun. I did three his... sets of ten with two and a half pound curls this morning in an effort to try to catch up to Brad. I mean, the guy right, was like, exactly. The guy well, was like smoking. You know? He Brad has never, to. Brad doesn't eat a bucket of popcorn when he watches his own movie, like we did. Oh he God, has to keep fat. looking young, <laughs> though. That's like the thing. That's his life. Well, his girls keep getting younger. Does he have a girlfriend? He does, but oh, the okay. thing is, that's weird. Have you guys noticed this? They're always about 22 when he ropes them in. No, I haven't noticed And this. then they, they expire about 24, 25, and then he goes back to a 22-year-old. This is DiCaprio? This is DiCaprio. Oh, oh DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah, that DiCaprio, I noticed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, th- I was talking no, DiCaprio about... DiCaprio Brad has a sell-by oh, date. It's like a carton of eggs in the refrigerator, <laughs> and, they, and they go. But, but, but Brad Pitt has a girlfriend? I don't think so. No, I don't think he does, but okay. DiCaprio. All right. No, she was commenting on the bicep and abdomen property. Oh, Brad. Brad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. he's We could go back to the the other girl's boobies if you guys want. I mean, we want to talk Who's about Who's boobies? That. Melania? No. Margot Robbie's. Margot Robbie. I didn't see it. her boobies in the picture oh, in the I film. I found I sound oh, okay. like my grandmother in the picture. We said we wanted Did you to see, see the Oh, you wanted to see her boobies. Can okay. We talk about sex at some point. Have we ever <laughs> seen Margot Robbie's boobies in a television or a TV? Wait, no, wasn't no. she topless in the Wolf of Wall Street? Yes. Yeah. She was? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember. He's like, "Oh, I'm going to go and rent that tonight." Right? No, you didn't do that. Just YouTube. I'll find it on. I'll find it on YouTube. Neil will, Neil will send oh, me. The, Neil will send me the I'll link. Neil will send me the link this afternoon as soon as he's done put, dropping the podcast. <laughs> Neil, you are really embarrassed. So look at you. I feel like we you could do better blondes. and make yeah, his. You got, pretty hot you got two blondes in here talking about boobies. Melania's boobies. Talking about Margot Robbie's boobies. Whose boobies would you like to talk about, Neil? Margot Robbie's uh, pretty good looking. <laughs> He's Uncle like, I don't want to go any further in case my mom is listening. Um, so tell your me this. Or my boss. Your mom is already horrified, by the way. Oh, She's your boss. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm screwed. No wonder. Well, no. Let me know. Are you dating her still? Hmm? Are you dating the girl that I'm not supposed to know you're dating? No, I'm not so, dating anybody. Not Never dating. was. 
All right, just checking. He's swiping on Tinder, right? <laughs> that I'm not. Are you swiping oh. on Tinder? No. We only, Are you? you know, we, we try to have the founder. No. Are you, do you have a boyfriend? No. But yeah, so I, you, I just, you just can't get down with that. I've just been so busy, and I just feel like if God wants me in a relationship, he'll just drop him out of the sky right on my doorstep. I feel, yeah. I don't know. I could be delusional, but whatever. I don't think so. (laughs) A lot of my friends who are single tried stuff like that, and Uh then after a while they were like, I can't do this. So they're they're going with that same sort of feeling that if it's meant to be, I'll meet the person somewhere, but it's not going to be on Tinder. Yeah. like I've been to a couple Tinder weddings. They were fun. They're still working out. Um, But, you know, I don't. I don't have any, like, I, I feel positive about it. Like, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm missing anything, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. I enjoy being single, but I also enjoy when I meet people. So for me, it's like I'm just having the time of my life, in a way. Well, that's a good know? outlook. Most yeah. people. Right, let, let's that's talk what, about that, though. I think you, you, you said something, I think, pretty dramatic that's worth repeating. You left a mundane Wall Street job in mortgage-backed securities to do something you really liked, and it's working out. Yeah. I think that's a big lesson for people. Yeah, I feel like, well, a lot of things have to do with outlook, but sometimes sometimes it has a lot more to do with luck. So I feel like... I mean, I'm not where, like, you know, I want to be, and, and there's times I look back and I'm like, you know, if I'd stayed on Wall Street, would I have more money? Would I own a home? Would it be... But you can't, you can't look back. Things happen for a reason, and, you know, things are starting to really rock and roll on the other side, and... It'll be worth it in the end, and we all have a life, and we can't take the shit with us. So, yeah. Plus, well your skin wouldn't look fun. that nice if you still worked on Wall Street. No, definitely oh, not. You're God. right. That place is stressful. It is what stressful. is the skin product that I yeah, use? Yeah, what skin product are you using now that we're talking about skin? Because I'm a, I have a little bit of a skin product. Addiction. I know you did. Do you know what I just got you guys? What? My neck is still healing, but my face healed. The um, ND Med micro needling with radio frequency. So that's supposed to rid you of saggy skin on your neck and face? It just, like, helps build your collagen. Collagen. It hurts like a mofo, Mm -hmm. but... And it's pain and so vein rhyme for a reason, just so yeah. all, oh, us, yeah. all yeah. us ladies in the room know that. No, okay. but you guys will love it. You can do it anywhere. You can do it like uh, on your on your knees, on your butt. You can do it anywhere. But I did yeah, it on my face. Well, Neil's going to do it on his left testicle side. Yeah, that's right. Because he's got a little bit of <laughs> My testicles are a lot smaller than chimps. Okay. Yeah, that's, okay. That's so totally I love true. the sound bites that just <laughs> randomly they pop just in. They just randomly pop in. I know. <laughs> So let me. So you guys did a podcast together, and Madison came packing with so many good questions for you. And I feel like you're failing us. I'm failing us. You're usually like the question person. Well, no, I was. Do you hear about his? What do you think about his spray tans? That's what. Well, I'm the one that got him into those. Okay. Because it started as like I forget we were doing something. It was like the Doctor Phil show or something. And it was the middle of March in New York, so we were both like pasty ass white people. <laughs> so I asked one of my friends, like, "Do you have someone, literally, that could come like tonight to spray us? We gotta leave for LA." Uh-huh. So this woman came, and that was the end of that. She's been coming like once a week since March of two thousand. Well, That's I mean, great, I'm, though. I, I'm, I'm, I'm up all night. I mean, you know, come on. I had, I, I, I thought I needed a little bit of color. No, honestly, that's really. He sleeps like three or four hours a night, and because of his schedule, mine is pr- pretty bad. Yeah. So, you know, when you live in New York, you get pretty white if it's not the summer. So it helps right. us out, you like to not look dead. You've never gotten a spray tan? I have, but I was telling him, like, I, I accidentally touched myself <clears throat> too soon, and then I was the Oompa Loompa Trump 
No, like, you got to get yeah. like I, someone... I use the tan towels from Dennis Grossman. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what yeah. he uses Those on his face. Those are really good. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I use. I don't get my back, but I'm like, whatever. If my back, like, I just. Nobody can see it. your back. I don't even care. Um, yeah, sometimes he uses I those on his face right there. That's some Dennis Gross oh work God, right there. The Alpha Beta Tan Towel. Yeah, glow pad for yep. your face. Yeah, glow He intense. buys it in. in the, what's the darkest one? That's the, the one intense. he buys. Yeah, the intense. intense. Yeah, he put it on. But you got to be very careful with that if you wear a collar because you have to let it dry. You worry about the collar on. She doesn't usually wear a yeah, collar. But I just give you the heads up. FYI. Yeah, I know. So, so <laughs> that's why so I left. Only when there's tuxedo. That's why I left Wall Street. Things that will really interest listeners. Let's go back to your. Let's go back to what you said on the podcast. You said you had a force field when it came to dating. So what does that mean? Um, I think it's you. You protect yourself from getting hurt. You know, nobody nobody wants to enter a relationship and you know get heartbroken. I I had a guy. My last relationship, the guy dumped me because I was too driven and motivated. <laughs> yeah, isn't that so annoying? Which I which I'm very happy. It's a compliment, that, by the way. Yes, he's intimidated by um, you. Yeah, and so and. You know, it's, you don't you don't want to get hurt, but you also want to be open to things and take chances and take risks. And I, I'm getting better now. It's hard to know, like you know, if you close yourself off, then you might miss an opportunity. But when you exactly. put yourself out there, you're really vulnerable. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. And and from what I hear, there's a lot of d bags out there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, girls and guys, both. Like the stuff that people tell me, I'm like, are you making this up? Like people are married and they're on it and they have they're leading oh, double crazy. lives. They have two licenses, two drivers I like IDs with two different names and stuff. And I'm like, oh my god, this I is mean, like serial killer type stuff. I can't get into this. It's, it's crazy. Like, you never know who the hell you're with. Like yeah. if they really are who they are, they say they are. Are you Anthony Scaramucci? Get some class. I'm man. I'm listening very intently. It's no, like, I'm asking like a, you. Are you like really you? It's like are a lifetime you? channel podcast. I know well, it is a lifetime. Really I feel like I mean, we need know. to get into like the yeah. juicy stuff though. Like what's the juicy stuff? I don't, right don't now? you the funny stuff. Be Sexual funny. Escapades. Come on, let's be funny, guys. I be, that's my, what I like funny? to do. Well, I mean, whenever I tell I mean, Anthony, like, oh, can you make me laugh? Like, I need you to make me laugh. He's like, what do you say? You say something stupid, like or something like that. I'm like, that oh, wasn't that's funny. Your, that's your five-year-old says that. He oh. says yeah, but fart. there is nothing funnier than somebody farting. There just isn't. Nothing funny. Right. Like, right. you don't want it to be somebody in your close circle, but if somebody walked past you in an airport okay, and ripped most, one, what yeah, is the most, it's hilarious. Okay, but what is the most embarrassing fart you've been caught up in? I mean, like one that you've let go. <laughs> I really? I'm trying to think. I, I don't know if I've ever been asked this so question. Never, I mean, like, like this one. That was, oh, okay, this, I was in math this class, one was high farting school. Turks and Caicos. It sounded like there was heavy, heavy machinery being used outside the hotel. <laughs> Rocket man. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. So what's Actually, I was in Orlando. No, I wasn't in Orlando. I was in West Palm Beach, two very different places. Um, yes. And we went to this little candy store, and they had it was they had some prank stuff, and they had fart candy. And I'm like, oh, this is hilarious. I'm gonna buy this. Of course, I'm like, this is bullshit. It doesn't work. What is work. it? When you chew on it, so you, you chew fart? on it? Or it makes you it's fart? Like fart gum? I guess it makes you fart. And sure enough, I went back to the hotel room and I thought I was alone and I wasn't. So, but I laughed. I thought it was hilarious. That's so crazy. And I was like, that was me. I took this candy. Don't want it. And the person was laughing. And oh my I, God, wouldn't you like I don't to get go embarrassed to like a about it. So, what do you mean? The person's like your boyfriend or like <laughs> a date? Or? Getting into yeah. another room was like another Oh, getting into another room. Hotel. Oh, you were releasing the gas in the hallway. <laughs> And you were swiping the card. So you just like crack a toe in the middle of the hallway, right? Oh my God. Right? Is that what happened? 
Okay. <laughs> and then I was like, you got to try this stuff. It's amazing. And they were laughing because I was like, it just happened. It just, That's, it worked. Because I was like, this is bullshit. I, it doesn't work. Okay. So when you're in a relationship, do you feel comfortable farting in front of the, the, uh, the boyfriend? I don't no? know. I, no. I mean, I haven't really, no. No, you've never really done that. Right? So it's interesting. Like, like I'm not going to lift my leg like a dog. Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> No. Well, some guys would like that. I mean, some guys <laughs> would swipe to the left or right on that. I guess. No. Right? Honestly, like, I, I know that this is probably old school or whatever, <laughs> but I honestly. Here's your, your first blood, though. No, but. She released the first. He is talking about me every week for the past the, three yeah. weeks. Like, I fart a lot. I don't fart don't in fart. front of you. No, you I don't feel fart like that much, but like I when she does do fart, that because it's like, I feel like you have to like. When she does fart, it's decimal damage to the ear. But when she does fart, but she doesn't really fart that much. But those are the ones so that are annoying. satisfying. Right? The ones yeah. that are loud. Right. Not the silent ones. Right. You don't want the silent ones. No. They're useless. And they pro- they usually smell worse than the loud ones. Exactly. But yeah, I don't, I'm not a big farter. I don't know why you're trying to give me this bad rep or I didn't whatever. I say you were a big farter. I just but. said that, you know, <laughs> I was like a walking propane tank for the first three months of our no, relationship. No, he doesn't never stop farting. It's That's, like breathing. Now, he breathes and farts. Yeah, he no, I have, a, I have a diaphragm in my fun? rectum. Right. So what am I going to do? It goes in and out and... Stuff happens. Yeah, so it happens. Trying to project onto We can go back to Melania's booze, but yeah, but but but, okay. So now (laughs) I want to set the scene for you. You're in a new city. Yeah, and you're getting to the stage, and you got to you know someone warmed up the crowd for you. I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Okay, so now the crowd's warm. They got probably a little bit of booze in them, right? You're doing an evening show. Yeah. Okay, so go ahead. What happens? What do you do? You get up there and you you do your act. Like I I talk about a lot of you know going up. Growing up in Colorado and my family and my cock blocking father and um, just so he was like a lunatic on the boys or what? What happened? No, no, no. He he's just he's I I always laugh. He goes, I'm not a cock blocker. I go, yes, you are. He just wants me to like work and be successful. And I'm like, the guy is not going to distract me. But he's also a dad. A dad doesn't want to picture his little girl like uh, getting busy. Does he have siblings? No. I have a brother. He's married, so he's kind of taking care of the marriage and the kids part, you know. And I'm like, wait a second, how did I get lost just to work? So you're the only girl. Yeah, that good. makes it worse. With the but dad. yeah, but it, it's fun to talk about comedy. I actually brought him. Um, he wanted to do stand up, so he came to the uh, comic strip with me when he was here a year and a half ago. He did five minutes. He did excellent. That's like a very hard thing to do. I can't so the, imagine so standing up. Coming. So confident. Your dad oh, well, it, it didn't even phase him. Didn't even phase him. So he got up there and just what, started ranting about his life, and it was funny. People thought it was funny. Actually, he talked about my breast implants, which is really, really awkward. He what? That was his topic? But he was like, no. <laughs> did he pay for them? Is that why he felt like uh, he had no, boxes no, for them? Or, 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 no, I mean, so... I mean, I mean, he had this did joke. you just surprise your dad with the breast implants or like well like I, yeah I, I remember actually because I got like a huge tax refund one year when I went from Wall Street to being an entrepreneur um, but no he had this joke I, I think it was like another joke about a girl whose boobs grew and then he just threw my name into it okay and I was like okay that doesn't count no way you, you know, know what we should do I, <clears throat> well we could sidebar it but I, we could talk about <laughs> Breast implants. No, because I have like no boobs. I'm always so jealous of the boobs. Why don't you? Do you want to get them? I don't because then I'd be, then I would really have to not eat chip witches. I feel like if I got bigger boobs, I'd look even bigger than I already am. Does that make sense? You don't look big at all, though. Anyway. I don't think she's the only person. She she has like body dysmorphia. No, no. But anyway, a lot of women, we do, all women do, though. I do love 
I love boobs, though. I think boobs look so good on chicks. I just cannot bring myself to do it. I'm afraid, like, I'll die on the table or something. Like, I don't God think will you be will. Like, you're being too vain. I'm going to zap you and you're going to die. Why are you looking at me like that? Well, you look horrified. No, <laughs> he's you, like, hmm. No, you guys. <laughs> maybe are, I should find no, her a daughter. No. <laughs> holy shit, you guys. Are you know, they're talking about boobs again. When let me I got some new sound bites coming. No, 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 no. Let me just give you like a little heads up, Neil. Okay, Uncle Neil. When they're talking about boobs, you and I keep our mouths shut and let the conversation okay. continue on. No, boobs. but you know what I always like laugh about. I always equate it to like imagine like Anthony went and got like huge balls put in. And Man like boob. we all just like stared at his package. No, because then he'd be promiscuous. Yeah, oh, right. Gibbons <laughs> balls, like little green peas. No, but you know what I yeah. mean? Like we don't have an equivalent of that, which is so annoying. I, right. Yeah. Like we should have something that we could just gawk at, like your big ass balls. Package. and Yeah. Yeah. You know I, I, mean? I, I used to talk about this thing on stage where I said, I don't like lingerie because I think it's so sexist. Because it's like only women have to wear the lingerie, and like we, there's no male lingerie. I have a mankini with a dental floss thong. No, but I, no one to wear those thongs. Oh, right. Yeah. But I always say the closest thing to lingerie for a male is like a bank account, right? Because it's the only freaking thing that makes them look better. And it, it's a funny joke. It is a funny joke. You know. Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no painful attire that they have. They don't have high heels. I know. They don't have thongs. They don't Best have. Deferin. What about what about the? Uh, they what have no mean? underwires. Well, you think you're like wearing this collar all day? I mean, it's disgusting. It's like a choker collar. The That's suit. I'm They're fat, still that I'm uncomfortable. I thought well, they. I don't, I don't. I'm not a big fan of them. I don't know ties. That's your worst. That's your worst thing. I'm sorry. Could be worse. No, you listen, could have stilettos, think, an underwire, no, a thong, a, definitely a, wrong, a tampon. Wrong, oh my god! Wrong. Right? Yeah. A butt plug. A butt plug? I'm just like, I mean, so you like? <laughs> no, you we're like not going around? there. No. You can tell us. Are you walking around with a butt plug, man? Uh, no. no. Okay. I just <laughs> yeah. After that, after that, a uh, farting experience in West Palm I'm Beach, walking, I decided to call it safe. Plug. You need like a fucking license. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're chewing fart gum with a butt plug, you need like a fucking license to carry. <laughs> I mean, all right, Jesus. Okay, oh so my God. so I mean, wait, I think all okay, right, well, so wait. I gotta tell you, Madison. We sometimes we talk about sports and politics <laughs> and geopolitics, <laughs> but you're bringing game today. We're talking about butt plugs, breast implants, <laughs> tampons, right? Melania, oh. flatulence. I mean, this is fantastic. Wait, okay, I mean, so is, I, I, I mean, I don't know if it's gonna get any better than this. Uncle I Neil. have questions. Okay, so you you're guys kind of, are you guys are married and you're happily in love. What I think you guys should give me dating advice. Oh God, you don't want that from us. We talk about no. Sex I think I do. Point. So we're, <laughs> we're, I look. I'm 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 very much in love with Deirdre. Yeah, um, you guys are like with you. Forgot for a second. No, nobody said we've had our ups and downs. Hey, here's the thing, Madison. Anybody that's telling you they got a perfect relationship or all this other stuff, it's a bunch of BS. I mean, no one has that, okay? But yeah, no. But I some relationships love... are better than others. No, no question. Let's not we're, lie. There's a sliding scale here. We're in sync. We like doing the same things. Yeah. We have very similar views of things. I also think our upbringings added value to our relationship because, you know, I I can I tell the story about your mom. So when I I was going to go visit Deirdre's the home that she grew up in. And her mother was like, oh, my God, I read Anthony's resume. I can't I can't uh, have him come up to our house. I mean, he, you know, because it's too modest for him. When I got to her house, the house that she grew up in was bigger, and she knows it, than the house I grew up in. Uh-huh. So it's like we grew up in, like, very, like, 
you know, middle class, but, you know, neither one of our families went to college. You know, our parents never went to college or anything like that. Yeah. Her dad worked uh, 40 years in the parking industry. He started as a parking attendant, then he got himself up to uh, sort of in the accounting department. My dad was a laborer, hourly worker. Yeah. So I think that helped us. So sometimes you have to find like, like I, I feel like we've been reasonably blessed financially, and I feel like we both have a great appreciation for that. Like I, I that's see what makes some, you guys so real and so likable. But, but too, I see some people know? that are like they're loaded, they're loaded, but they're so unhappy. I'm like, yeah. how is it possible? I mean, how could you be that unhappy? And they go, well, this is wrong and that's wrong. Go look at your life from a point of view of appreciation as opposed to degradation. Well, you this know? is the thing 100%. that yeah. So I know for myself, and I feel like it's probably true for you. I think it's so important to find somebody who you can laugh with because if you can't yes. laugh, you're like, oh my God. Like you could have the best sex life, but if you can't laugh with the person, it's like, okay, well, now what are we doing? You know, Blown. like, we like, are. <laughs> He's just throwing random sound bites. Oh, hey, you said it. I'm not I saying I just it. feel like, anyway. <laughs> Such an idiot. I feel like I like to be. I feel like you probably fire. like to be still, silly, right? Like I'm like very slapsticky, silly oh person. <laughs> and if yeah. I couldn't be like that around him, like if he was all stuffy, like whatever, I'd be like, I gotta go because yeah, I no, like absolutely. to be silly, and my friends are silly, and we're all we act. You guys like are so. Fool. I like you guys. We you guys are awesome. So I feel like you need to find someone to laugh that you can laugh with. Well, because I mean, it's important to like, laugh. It sounds you know, like, corny, but it's true. This is what probably makes you a very good comedian because, like, did you read Ro- Robin Williams, the biography of Robin Williams? I, I haven't, yeah, that. but I he could, was such an amazing guy. I, I could guy. Google the guy that wrote it. He wrote it a couple of years ago, right after his death. Mm-hmm. And one of the big insights in the discussions about Robin Williams and his varying interviews over his four-decade career was, like, I don't really see myself as a comedian. I see myself as a realist. Like, I see the world... Mm-hmm. It's coming through this certain prism, and then I channel the world back out to the world through. Oh, I love his yes. yeah. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so to me, it's like there is a lot of comedy in the whole thing. You can't take the thing so seriously. Meaning life, the thing. Yeah, life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think you should. Like, we should take it seriously at all. I mean, seriously, and and that's that you shouldn't take certain things seriously. But like, it's meant to be enjoyed, and I think people are like, you have to do this. You have to do this. No, you don't. Right. You so actually could do whatever I, the hell you I want. I totally agree. So there were, there <laughs> I were, totally agree. There were two things that really affected me as I got into my career. Um, I don't think I've ever, I think I may have told Deirdre this, but I don't think I've ever really shared this with anybody. When I was about 43 years old, I got invited to the World Economic Forum. And so- You didn't share it with anybody? It's in your first book. Huh? No, but I mean, not the <laughs> specific I mean, story. only like- no, I, know, didn't, oh, I, didn't, okay. I didn't share this specific story oh, okay. with anybody. So- I she she broke my train of thought, but I'm going to continue anyway. So anyway, I was like feeling very disconsolate, like I wasn't enough. I'm at this place where like there's billionaires that are 22 years old, and I'm like, okay, I'm an underachiever here. And then I remember writing down like a list of things that I liked and disliked about my life. Okay, and and for some reason at that moment I had the how do you say it? Epiphany. Epiphany. Uh-huh. Where I was like, okay, wait a minute. This is a great life. I mean, I'm living a great life. And stop comparing yourself to other people. Stop saying, well, that guy has a house or this guy's got that. or It doesn't matter. And then yeah. the, other, the other thing is focus. And this is very hard for me. So 
you know, I, and I think I don't do as good a job of that of it that I should. And she could certainly tell you that. But you got to focus on the present, right? So, like, mm-hmm. there's a great line from yeah. A, but everybody has trouble with that. Everybody Everybody's has, always thinking I've, about. You have to be conscious, yes. con- very conscious of the, about it. it, it conscious. Yeah. I can't even say the damn word. Conscious, conscious, conscious. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a famous Chinese philosopher, Lao Tzu. He said, if you're thinking too much about your past, then you become depressed because there's no way yeah. you can look at your past. And you're going to look at certain decisions you, you made, and you're going to like, geez, I should have went left instead of right, or right instead of left, and then you'll fill yourself with depression. Yeah. And if you think too much about your future and what's coming for you, then you get anxiety, because what ends up happening is you can't really control the future. Kind of like how you don't look at your calendar even for the next day. Well, that's, I told, so, so <laughs> I'm like, what like, do you have, where are you going tomorrow? He's like, don't know. I haven't looked at it. I'll tell you tomorrow. I'm like, I haven't okay. Looked at <laughs> my, I haven't looked at my personal calendar in 10 years, because- I've got so much stuff going on. If I literally, like, my assistant started, uh, Sammy started sending Deirdre my week's calendar. Okay. As soon as I see weekly calendar coming to my email box, I hit delete. I don't even want to see it because it's like, boom, 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 boom. And it's like, how the hell am I going to be able to do that? But then I realized you can do it if you just get up that morning and say, okay, I'm going to get through this day and do everything, right? But that's a separate topic. But the Lao Tzu thing was he's like... If you think about the past, you're going to get depressed. If you think about the future, you're going to get anxious because you can't control it. Mm-hmm. So why not just focus as much as you can on right now and today? And right now we're talking about butt plugs, Melania's boobs, right. fart candy. And right. candy. I have well, a I'm question for you. But just so you know, fart <clears throat> candy is going in every Skybridge party bag now. You, know? like, <laughs> you have you go, to get, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm going to look I it up. I tried to get a vibrator in the Skybridge salt swag bag <laughs> for 10 years. No, all my staff said, uh, no, we're not doing that. You remember I've asked for that for ten years. I know. Yeah, but now fart <laughs> candy for sure is going in the bag. I don't. Oh, see, it's uh, you I don't have see any to. Any reason why we can't have fart candy in the bag? I think I mean, you put should just. I think you should just put it in a bowl and not tell anyone. That would be a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> That's like, that like, oh my a gosh, high-end this is cocktail so party. No, yeah, yeah. exactly. Because oh, it's not going to hurt you, right? You're it just, just going to no, release. Just like, well, what's look, the half farting. life? Does it take like three hours to expiate it, or what's going on? Mine took about. Like an hour and a half, so put it at the entrance. <laughs> an hour and a half, two hours. <laughs> yeah, you gotta look this stuff up. Gonna, gonna the fart candy so, so made with natural ingredients so that I... cause a person to have gas. <laughs> Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. So, so now that I it's like don't think about the future and blah, blah, if it's five years from, to now, from now, uh-huh. where are you? What are you doing? Like, where, as you idealize your life, yeah, where are you? What are you doing? And, and what would be like, okay, yeah, I've accomplished what I wanted to accomplish? Um, I would say, uh, have a couple TV shows on the air, have made my movie, um, have met my life partner, hopefully have a kid, a couple of kids, or a dog. Made, made what that kind of movie? Be... What kind of movie? Like so I'm a writer. Okay, so you, you've got a screenplay. Yeah. So is it a rom-com? What is it? This is like a dramedy. Dramedy. A little bit, yeah. Okay. It's about, you know, the female issues and the challenges we go through, but through a comedic tone, but also talking about a lot of the drama that so people a have woman, to deal with. So it's a with. woman protagonist, and then what happens? 
Oh, I can't say yet. I can't say yet. Okay, yeah. fine. And then right, we've good. got um, some reality shows we're developing and then some scripted shows. So that would be my ideal, you know, being able to obviously travel the world and play better theaters because I have media behind me. Um, and just so if you did, if happy. The movie- I feel like I'm happy, but I, I, I'm ready for the next phase of my career to mm-hmm. go to that next level, yeah, you know? Definitely. But so if you... Like off all your stuff took off, and you had like a hit TV show and your mm-hmm. movie. Would you still do stand up? Yeah, I would. You know, stand up is is a very is a is a very hard life. Um, I don't want to have to do stand up because I have to pay a mortgage. I want to do stand up for the reason I started it because it makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And so to make what, people happy and to make them what, laugh. What mm-hmm. makes you happy? That adrenaline rush that people are laughing at stuff you're saying? Yeah. In a crowded room? I just like the fact that, like, my, like I made them happy, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's almost like, in a way, you can give so many... Like, I'm very social. I'm the type of girl, I'll go to the bathroom and I'll be washing my hands and I'll come out with, like, two friends. Mm-hmm. Like, that's mm-hmm. always just kind of been the thing. So, for me, it's the perfect... You know, we don't have an HR department in comedy, so you could, you know, put dildos in your bags, like holiday party bags, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> you probably I'm have an HR. I'm vibrators, but I'm actually, <laughs> well, head, that's right. I'm actually the head of HR at Skybridge. Is that bad? I mean, right. That, no, that's so, a good like, thing. I, I tell people, look, if you got an issue, come see me. I'll straighten it out for you. Right. It's scary. It's, it's scary. scary. No, I think it's good, though, because I, I think. I pulled Deirdre's hair as you work for me. Yeah. Was no. that wait? Was that when you guys were dating or before? <laughs> no, sort of so before. literally, sort of no, we didn't literally. I was gonna say, and what were you doing no, when metaphor. you pulled her hair? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Blown. No, he no, used to um, hit on me like it was his job. Oh my god! And well, I don't. I mean, have you looked at yourself? You blowing me She's up left beautiful. And right. Well, this was a long time ago, so I was young. I was a young chickadee. Thank you, though. And when did no you guys get married? Um, we got married 14. five years ago. But we were, we, yeah, but we were together a long time before we got married. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yep. I mean, you guys still are hit so on you, cute. Though. Still hit on you? I don't. No, yeah, yeah. I don't pull pull your hair though, but I did want to pull your hair. But you should pull her hair. You should do it but, tonight and let me know. <laughs> Tweet it at me tomorrow. Well, actually, there's a lot of extensions there. I may <laughs> cause some damage to the tape and shit. You got to be careful. But but. <laughs> Oh my ah. god! They'll be on the pillow. <laughs> oh my god! Um, I, but but so the the stand up. Everyone says the same thing. Bill Moore become friends with him and do his show. He uh-huh. says he's got to do stand up. Jay Leno. I don't know him, but everybody that knows him says he books himself in clubs to do stand up. Uh, he does. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Seinfeld. Yeah. Same thing. They all do stand up. Yeah. They start in stand up, and for some reason, they're still plugged in. Robin Williams, if you read the book, he was always perpetually doing stand-up somewhere. Yeah, and uh, I, I think stand-up is better when you don't have to do stand-up. Does that make sense? Yes, Jim well, Carrey anything is better when you don't have to do it. Yes. <clears throat> but who is your favorite um, comedian? Right now, comedian. my favorite comedian, I really, really love her. Do you guys know Ali Wong? Yeah. 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 Oh, totally, my gosh, yeah, she's, she's really funny. so funny. Yeah, I watch she's her stuff. real. Yeah. Like, I really love her. But obviously, yeah. I, I really like, you know, Bill Burr. Right. Is another one that I'm a big fan of. Um, Do you watch Sebastian Maniscalco? Yeah, he's very yeah. funny too. Yeah. See, I'm like nuts. So my favorite comedians are like the kings of comedy. Like I love like Cedric the Entertainer. I love okay. Dave Chappelle. I love Cat. Chris um, Rock. What? 
Cat Williams. I like Chris Rock. And I'm like watching all these things. I love Russell Peters. I don't know if you know who that is. Yeah, of course. So he's like, what the hell are you watching? I'm like, you don't understand how funny this shit is. No, but it's my sense of humor. Like that is my sense of humor. Let me tell you about this whack job though. Like she'll watch (laughs) bloopers. Okay, so like there'll be someone like some girl is like broadcasting the news and she has like a diarrhea fart and blows up her white pants and now she's running off stage just want to watch it 17 times. Or is another I like woman, that stuff. You don't like that? You know, I would watch that too. I'm totally okay. with you okay. on that. I'll, I'll, I'll send you that YouTube link. I want it. Is one. And a light comes down on her, hits her in the head, hits her in the fucking head, knocks her to the ground. <laughs> this one watch it 274 <laughs> times. Okay. Or, Remember or the lady goofy. that had the like um, ocular migraine at the Super Bowl, and she started speaking gibberish. Like she was oh, doing yeah. a news report, and she's just like yeah, saying she had a like stroke made absolutely started. no sense. And I watched it over and over and over again because she like is like, but she's speaking, and it makes zero zip. You can see that her brain no longer connected to her tongue, and she was literally. And this one watched it twenty-seven times. But but I mean seriously, all kinds of stupid. And I make everyone in our I bring down the productivity level in our office because. I go in there. Simmons, what did she say on the air? Oh, yeah, she said. What? She what dropped she, the F bomb. Yeah, she dropped the F bomb. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and so it was like she thought she was on a commercial break. She's like, get the fuck it. And, then, <laughs> yeah. and it was like right on the air. And then they come back from the commercial. I said something totally inappropriate about yeah. three minutes ago, and I just like to personally apologize. See, to but I've made your oh. life better by showing you these no, things. No, Did you guys funny. ever see the one with the, there was this guy dressed up as like a giant dog? And he was running down the beach, and like people would be throwing frisbees, and he would just steal the frisbee and run off. No, or like he would... dressed <laughs> like a giant dog. Should I watch that? Should I Google that? But the, yes, the best part was he went up to this girl who was like adjusting her towel to oh, lay he on like her sniffing stomach. Or sniffing no, her he went up and just started up. Her like oh, that I saw. That I saw. I did see that part I didn't of it. See that. Yeah, I you did, and I've showed. It's you really it. funny. I've showed you that crazy horny. <laughs> Yeah, you got some repression issues. I gotta just tell you. Okay, okay. Let we'll me talk about your sex life in a second, okay? And what you were doing. And that's it. See, that, you hear it? I didn't hear it. Yeah, yeah. You no, go back. And Sue, Sue Simmons. Go, go play it. Play it. Okay. I guess some like production assistant. <laughs> Hold on. What's Sue Simmons doing right now? Did she get fired? Like no, she no, got in she trouble. No, on the air. She stayed on the air. Oh, good. She was great. I, and I mean, she it's can't... one mistake. People oh, need on. to be forgiven. People are nuts. Here, ready? I said Steve Bannon was sucking his own dick. What was the big deal, okay? He probably oh, please. was. No, he can't. He's, his dick is probably the size of a white Tic Tac. There's no chance he could be doing it. <laughs> but I want to know who she's talking to. Someone behind the camera or something. I don't even know. It had to be bad for she that. She had to have a bad day, though, right? But then five seconds later, I'd just like to apologize. For How about the black dude? That was great, right? Oh, yeah, with the... He's like, he's talking like he's like, you know, and the following thing happened. And then all of a sudden he gets like this wasp in his Oh, mouth. yes, I yeah. saw that one. I'm getting the fuck out of this fucking candy ass motherfucking place. Oh, my God. We might <laughs> have like, to edit this like podcast. Walking. I mean, it's literally some crazy shit, you know. But, but, but I mean, I think that the thing about the comedy that she finds up in I love is you're stripping the bark off of like humanity and you're like exposing what we all think about yeah. and then you're framing it at a point of view where almost it's almost like a palliative. It makes people laugh like, okay, my life is fucked up, but it's classically fucked up like everybody else's life. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, and it just makes life fun. Like I never, you know, I feel like a lot of people live in a box, you know? They kind of have to get a job and go home and do the kids and the wife and... 
Like your traditional thing, but they don't like have fun. You know, they have to dress a certain way all of a sudden because they're a mom. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why, why do you have to change? Like, Oh yeah. Do what you gotta do. The Manhasset moms, they always Ma- think Ma- I dress like a Yeah, they they're, I think you dress repressed. fabulously. They're, they're, a little they're always re- like a little repressed. Are they, they Lily Pulitzer wearing? Yes, Lily oh. Pul- or Vineyard Vines. <laughs> oh, gosh. This could be Manhasset mom listeners. We I would don't like, own pearls. We would just like to apologize we still love to the them. Mom. No, I'm not saying I love that. I, I love them and, and I Lily do Pulitzer, they should do if you're them. out there, we love your toes. But they just are not into my wearing like whatever I wear to the Drop off the kids. You can go and stick your head in up an ostrich's ass. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Why I was thinking, you, what, an you ostrich that to me? sticks his hand head in the sand, and I'm like saying that an ostrich. Was that after the Tito's or what? No, that was from Italy Tito's. when something was happening. I don't know. Do you guys drink every night? No. I mean, or have a drink? No. Do you guys no, party? No. Um, <clears throat> no we do. We do drink though. <laughs> we do can't drink, lie. Though. I see. I. I Just go I look at Anthony's think... Twitter feed, and every time he periscopes, he's drunk. P.S. <laughs> okay, drunk, drunk in periscope. You know, like yeah. drunk in tweets. So or it's drunk like every other sexting. day, not every night. So every I'm other drink, night. No, I mean, I think that like here's the thing: it's like, yeah, be careful because you don't want to get sucked into drinking and be an alcoholic. But the flip side is, I sort of feel like people that don't drink this, they get a screw loose over time. You know what I mean? Like, well, there are some people you gotta you know, let go. Let go. Can't. Get, but there are they, some people who really can't. You know what I mean? Well, there Trump are some people, doesn't drink. Right. Thank God. Could you but, imagine this guy <laughs> drunk in tweets? And no, shit? Oh Trump is crazy. Well, you could you imagine him drunk tweeting? I mean, thank God the guy's not drinking. <laughs> you know yeah, what but, I always think about but, though? That shows so much restraint, and he has no restraint in any other area of his life. Well, I think he had his heart broken by his his brother. So his brother Fred Trump Jr. Yeah died from alcoholism and alcoholism-related diseases. And so he gave a great interview. This is when he was, like, liked by rappers and liked by people before he started going cuckoo lala. But he gave a great interview maybe 15 years ago, and they literally asked him on Morning Joe, which now they hate him, and they don't, but they said, so why did you stop drinking? And he told this very painful story about his brother, and then he said, listen, you know, I was in school. I watched kids that were way smarter than me, they were drinking, it held them back, it slowed them down, and all of a sudden I advanced ahead of them. He says the same thing in life. You're, you, it's so competitive in life, why have the drinking or drug use but dull you? Life is not a competition, down? FYI. No, I understand that, but from a, <laughs> but no, but from a professional perspective, you, you, you're in a competitive world. I, we're, yeah, we're like I, a, I don't drink at all when I perform. We're in a competitive world. No, you, you have know? to be yeah, on you your no, game, you know? Yeah. But when you hang like out that. with your friends or whatever, right. you, you, you know, it's like a nice way to unwind. But yeah, I'm, a, yeah. I'm not against it, but I'm also. I want to go. I want to go drink with you guys. I think you guys. It's fun. Fun to drink with. We're as Anthony says, we're happy. Drunks. Well, that's Unless another I thing. You can tell a lot about somebody. If they're drunk and they're happy or if they're drunk and angry. You know, I mean, oh. in my industry, Jesus, man, you get a lot of angry drunks. You mean like me Really? You and Turks? No, but you were you were justifiable anger. That was the, but, sounds like just the tequila, though. But, but, oh, that was yeah, something happened. Like, so when we I drink tequila, margarita. I bash my husband in the face. You know that? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. It was brutal. We were drinking these frozen margaritas, and then all of a sudden, and then I was like, I don't taste anything. So then I started, started getting shots me. of tequila to put oh, into sh- the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then after That's that, totally the true. next thing I knew, like, I was you, in a different the, hotel with my suitcase, and I was. And yeah. he's like, "You she forgot your passport." The, she moved out of the hotel. He I hate your guts. Me. Oh, I hate oh, your guts. You forgot your passport. I'm moving out of the hotel. She packed and moved out of the hotel, but she left her passport. I'm like, "So where are you going?" I mean, <laughs> so then I had to get the rental car out. You, you drive. I felt like my dad side. was coming to get me. He picked me up I mean, in the rental car. He's like, "I'm outside of your new place." Yeah, I said, "I'm by the gate. I'm outside the new place. Can you come down, please?" 
The next morning, she was like, okay, I'm sorry. I got a little <laughs> winded there with the tequila action. So just trust me. It can you know when you wake up and you're like, and you're like, oh, damn. What did yeah. I do? Yeah, yeah, that was me. Yeah, oh yeah, I right. I was like, well, oh, my God, hopefully he'll talk to me. But so I mean, maybe we'll stick to the tequila, or not the tequila, the Tito's. Tito's. But that's something I will say when you talk about relationships. You got to be with somebody. <laughs> Who can apologize. But also, but also. For their drunken behavior. Accepts your warts. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to, you know, come on. Yeah, because none gonna, of us are perfect. No, exactly. And you got to be with somebody who says, all right. I'll take the whole package and yeah. still love the person and yeah. try to get, you know, a perspective and be human, you know, and I think that's a big issue for people. I mean, I, I mean, I you guys yeah. just strike me as you guys have a ton of fun. We definitely have fun. Like you're just the only time we I don't have it. fun is when I'm yelling at him. It's usually kid related. But other than that, it's we have we always have a good time together. Yeah. But so, but my problem is kids I'm like a little bit of a workaholic. Yeah, he doesn't. And I got I get businesses all over the place, and they're course. up in the air, and I'm like this, yeah. and the kids talking to me, and that's stupid. You got to take this, put it away. Yes, yes, and, you and, do. And, and and that's the phone, by the way. And See, that's once one the phone thing. is away, believe it or not, you're dialed more in. Talk about being present. You're dialed more in. Yeah. You can't bring a phone on stage when you're doing stand-up, can you? No. Excuse me, I'm going to look at my tweets right now? I mean, forget it. Right. Yeah, right. Or how yeah. many likes I got on this this t- booty pic or yeah, whatever, whatever the hell they put on? Yeah. No. But you know, I was going to say one you know, more have thing, Have you ever put up you. a booty pic? That I have not done, no. You're not doing enough squats for booty pics. Just <laughs> yeah, so neither know. am I. I, I yeah. Me either. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've squeezed your right ass cheek. You know, it's very flaccid, okay? Flaccid. I thought that was between <laughs> us. Ew. Hashtag me too. No, I'm just like, no, it's a little flaccid. Hey, I'm the... I'm the personnel director here on the podcast, okay? Oh, my God. I just snorted. What did you I was want to say, say No, I was going to say something about, um, oh, kids. Because you are very, like, you have a very light and easy kind of vibe. And When I'm not on my period. When, you know, me neither. <laughs> you know, are you like a savage? No, not, no, I'm not, but. Oh, really? He calls me rag I cry. Rag I cry. You, you cry, cry when you're in a period? Not all the time, sometimes. Yeah. Like, this uh-huh. is literally yeah. like. The fucking moon change. I mean, literally, <laughs> I call her teenage rag wolf. She goes fucking batshit crazy. I mean, the fangs do recede after the thing's over, but they're, right. they're fully exposed. Look at no, her. seriously. I have an imbalance I mean, chemical. I know. She comes um, in. Oh, so, my God. <laughs> no, I was and say when so. she's ragging, I'm like, hey, baby, castration's permanent. Just go go easy on me. Go ahead, ragging. Right, right. right. Oh, my God. Um, no, so what I was going to say is when you have kids, because he told me, because I was always like, silly goofy giddy carefree person and he said you know when you have kids you know that'll change right yeah and i looked at him like no no way and now i i'm like ew he was right because now i'm worried yeah. about everything I, all the I time didn't, i didn't want to be right but you can't yeah. i'm yourself. just giving you the heads up because you know yeah. you seem to enjoy yourself but just so you know if something yeah. shoots out of your vagina you're gonna worry about it for the rest of your uh, life. That's alive. Something that shoots yeah. out of your <laughs> Just not like a vaginal discharge. All of a sudden I mean, my she, mind went I mean, south yeah, and I'm like, I mean, thank God the no, se- no, thank I God I don't that. worry about the stuff no, that shoots I mean, out of my ass. No, <laughs> no, 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 that you flush and there's some <laughs> things that come out of your vagina you probably will do, but she's talking about like a live birth. You know, that's what's done. But right, like, something with a pulse. I mean, yeah. I mean Jesus. She blew herself up with that. No. Fingered it. Look at her. What was that? What was it? I don't know. Fingered it. 
I love it. She's blowing herself up. But but seriously though, I my twenty year old it was flying back Sunday night Fingered from it. LA. Uh huh. Seven o'clock flight LA time, right? So that's like uh 10, 10 o'clock here. 10 o'clock. Good yeah. math. Or, I'm sorry. No, 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 I'm sorry. Genius. 4 o'clock. Harvard is 4 o'clock, 7 o'clock our time. Oh, okay, 4 o'clock okay, LA okay. time. Landing at one thirty-five. So I had one eye on the phone until one thirty-five. Why are you laughing? <laughs> because she's swollen. It sounded like a fart. Did you not hear that? Oh, you're like, you're like, you could hear it go down the throat. I was like, oh my God, I should have shut your, my mic is off. Your, is that your breath or did you just fart? I had like a very you ever heard that one? strong. Is that your breath or did you just fart? Or is that your oh, you upper lip? That? that was oh. that was the other famous one. Oh, oh, that 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 happened. That's so disgusting. What happened? Okay, the first so she time swallowed. she farted the in our relationship. <laughs> Why no do you really keep talking it. about me she farting? Out, she was laughing so hard she blew out her lip. Okay, so she had like a <laughs> lip, she had like a lip rupture. That's a true story. No, it is true. It's true. No, story. because when when I she was no. so mortified at the expiation of the gas that she started. Like and she was like badly positioned and so like she lip rubbed. No, her. what happened was oh I was gosh, laying down. Sorry. But we then I left. unleashed the he crack and shortly talk, thereafter. So okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. What happened was what? Sorry. The reason that happened is I was laying down. Uh huh. And we were laughing about something. So then because I laughed, like a tiny little fart came out because I laughed. Like yes. you know. And then when that happened, I laughed even harder and I was laying <laughs> down. So like all the blood rushed to my head and my lip and it like. I thought I had like a stroke or something because my, <laughs> my lip turned purple and was like big. It was weird. That was the weirdest night ever. Ripping ass. <laughs> anyway. No, but that anyway. was a weird night because literally at two o'clock in the morning, Chateau Mormont uh-huh. in West LA, I guess yeah. West Hollywood, the front desk calls the two o'clock in the morning, we're sound asleep. The front desk calls and says, stop making so much noise in the room. Everyone's complaining. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was like, wow, maybe we really are ripping ass. I mean, we were blowing the roof, blowing the roof off the place. I was like, what are you talking about? We're sound asleep. What did it's they say? Us. It was so weird. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> it must have been the neighbor. But then the funnier thing is, it was like a really trippy, weird night. Because then like an hour later, for some reason, you and I, again, both screwed up the time zone thing. Yeah, we're like, oh and we my thought God, we the were late for here. our flights. So we and start packing up behind. and we go outside at like five in the morning in the pitch black. And we're like, oh my God, no, we're three hours behind. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Because you set his alarm. I, I don't know. Anyway, it was a weird uh, night. Oh. Holy shit, it's already 8 o'clock. That was the beginning of... What caused you guys to be so gassy? Did you go for Mexican? No. No, we like, went whoa. to a sushi place and nobody, we weren't really gassy. I probably just were holding it in for three months and then yeah. I laughed. Well, once she drew first blood, I just like. like yeah, a, you're like ammo. Yeah, he was so happy that he tank. could. Yeah, it was, it was his, fine. So it was his. Um, you, you don't crop duster though, do you? Yeah, uh, he does. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, why, why would you even say that? I have like a trading desk at work. I like sometimes will crop dust. No, do you know what he does? <laughs> so everybody knows that I'm like fucking positioning my territory. Right. Let everybody know who the fucking beef alpha stews. male have is. Have you ever heard like, of this? You know what a beef stew is? No. It's when you fart in somebody's mouth. So all my Wait, kids. Wait, what? Know, <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. All my kids know how to beef stew. I've trained them all. No, my but five, the funniest my thing five is, my five-year-old's daddy, I'm going to beef stew you. So no, no, the funny not. thing is, oh god, is our kid you. came home from school. <laughs> I mean, I picked my our son up from school, and the teacher said, "I just want you to know what your son told us today." And I was like, "Oh god," and I said, "What is that?" She goes, "Oh, he told me that your husband farted in his mouth over the weekend," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, that probably could have happened." Um, whatever, <laughs> like. 
It was so random. Very. Oh my god. And like it's just child services on on your up child <laughs> service on line one. Another thing, you can, your kids tell everything. Your people, your kids blow up your spot daily. So don't ever do anything in front of them. Like, oh no. When oh, I'm no. putting in a tampon, they're like. What is that? I'm like, oh my god, they're definitely gonna go Wait, run. Wait, they into- watch you. Do oh my this? god, yeah, they're always around. Oh, because they're always- <laughs> they're always around. They're like, what is that? And then they're gonna go run and tell their teacher. I saw my mommy doing. I'm like, oh my oh, god. Man. It's not <laughs> so anyway, Lady. so Neil, so we're gonna we're gonna let you go in a sec, but I got two quick questions Neil, for you. T- you need to like edit out and make two podcasts and X-rated. Some, yeah, yeah right. G-rated, yeah. No, anyway. it's gonna be a lot of work. No, no, yeah. it's totally fun. Let it all go. So <laughs> when you're a comedian, you have to be uninhibited. Yes or no? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Did you grow up inhibited and become uninhibited or were you always uninhibited? This one's always been uninhibited. That's what I would say. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I grew up in a very open family, I would say. I mean, my parents went to Bible study, um, but it, my brother and I, it was great because they would go to Bible studies on Fridays we had their prayer schedule laid out, so we would throw parties during that time. Um, Not appropriate. So it was, yeah, it was right? perfect. Everything mm-hmm. was great until the cops came. Um, but no, they they were such great parents, and they were very open. We were always joking. My dad's been telling me dick jokes since I was thirteen, and yeah, so it, it was just a very like we weren't restricted, you know. Um, and and then that's why I think I'm still really close to my family is that they're they're open minded and they're not. They don't judge me for for what I do or what I say, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I think it's good to you know tell jokes and say stuff that that isn't you know necessarily I guess off you off know color. More, yeah. Well, we're off color, so you're in the right place. You gotta yeah. just have fun, you know. But I, I did. I was very lucky. I grew up in. They're they're very supportive of what I do, and it's it's hasn't been easy. It's been a challenge. There's times you want to quit, but yeah, you have to just. Well, yeah, you're keep in a hard, you're competitive hard. business. With very a lot of very hard. Yeah. I don't know. So let me ask his last question, then we'll let you go. We we'll get to an answer one viewer tweet. Um, when you write, mm-hmm. does it come to you? Do you think about it like when you're on a walk? Do you have to be in the shower? Or can you just sit down and start the process of writing and write? For comedy, I, I can't just sit down. Um, so comedy's observational. Oh, geez, I, let me observe that. I'll test that in tonight's yeah, show. Yeah, okay. so it'll be a lot of like you just will, you know, take notes. Um, right. Also, I've if I'm thinking of something, oh, I really want to talk about, you know, how I lost my virginity when my parents were at Bible study and we were both on our knees that night and blah, blah, blah. It's like easier instead of writing it out. Well, no, we should have started the podcast with that. I, mean, I don't know. It's better than the fart jokes. <laughs> then, you know, I'll, I'll put that in the beginning. You can record and walk around because for some reason I feel that when you're walking, your brain works better. Mm-hmm. Like it's more creative. Well, you're in mm-hmm. motion well, and your brain that, is in motion. Yeah. Yeah. The physicality, people say it's, it's, it stimulates the brain. Okay, so you... What about like on a screenplay or other stuff that you're writing? Can you just sit down? I mean, is it there? Yeah, that that's more. It? I mean, usually like the idea will form like in my head, or I'm like, oh, this could be a really idea, good idea. But for, when I write s- scripts, like screenplays, it has to be something that impacts me. Mm-hmm. Like somehow I'm connected to the story, or I feel like it can inspire people or impact them in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. So, so it's very different. It's not, and all of a sudden, it's not your life anymore. It's the character's view, not yours. That so it's sense. like you're that channeling something. So it's a totally different this style. This one here, yeah. Deirdre, is a phenomenal writer. 
She was an English, oh, nice. ma- she's a English major. Uh-huh. And one thing that she's helped me with, I would say, is capturing your inner voice. I feel that people that have their inner voice expressed either on the page or through a microphone, it's way more authentic and mm-hmm. people way more plug into it. She's very, very good at that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and you know, I mean, yeah. it is yeah. because you like, with me on you're that? very, totally. you no, seem like a very authentic person. And, Thank you. And which is yeah. a, such a good thing, you know? Well, yeah, I know. There's not, I know. I Thank know. You. It's hard. That's why, <clears throat> especially as, now I'm going to make this like, you know, whatever feminist, but <laughs> I think it's hard to be like a chick. I feel like women are mean to each other. I feel like they're mean to each well, other. Well, that's the thing too is actually my comedy manager said that he runs a big comedy club and he's been around the business for years and he had said, he was like, it's the other female comedians that aren't supporting the other female yeah, comedians. Exactly. It's not really... So the thing is like you just have to see it to where it's, you know, we've lifting each other, we're lifting each other up. But I, I, I mean, know. as you said on my podcast, it's like, Obviously, we're impatient as women. We want to be equal. We want, but there's been thousands of years of this backwards oh, yeah, thinking. To, yeah, right. We yeah. have to lot. It's not going to. It's not going to unravel overnight. I mean, so. But it but starts the with the women supporting women and loving women. Mm-hmm. You know, I, agree. Totally, totally I mean, I know that. it sounds easier than it probably is, but like, there's no reason, you know. But that again, Anthony and I always talk about this, where I. We hope and that our kids are confident people and we teach them to be or raise them to be confident people because when you are confident or if you are happy with yourself, yeah. then you're like, you're fine, fine, go be great at whatever you do because I'm fine with what I'm doing, you know? Yeah. And I feel like if more people would just relax and be fine with themselves, then they'd be happier about what other people are doing and yeah. it would be a much nicer place to live. And I, th- so. I think most people are impacted by other people's opinions. I know I was for a long oh, time yeah. in my life. If anyone says that they're not, they're lying. Yeah. Because, you know, you you want to be perceived in a way that's positive. And if someone says something about you that you know or you feel is completely false, it's like an attack on who you are. And so yeah. people don't like that. Nobody could say that they're fine with people not liking them. Um, and but you don't need to. You search. seem to handle it. No, but he like he wants people to like him. He yeah. handles it well. But at the end of the day, he'll say to me like, "Huh? Like, I wonder why they, what the big deal is. Like, I think they totally misunderstand me or something. You know? Yeah. So, anyway, it's all psychology and human nature. But you got to train yourself not to care, right? So, like those cliches, you do. like. What other people think of you is none of your business. You well, have to like, actually do that. Again, there is a sliding scale. What's the source? Right. Think of the source it's coming from. Usually, right. Usually there's something wrong with the other person, though. There, if an invective mm-hmm. is coming your way, there's an injury that the other person's expressing and trying to project onto you. Exactly. You know, And so in, in a weird way, when you really start to think of it that way, and if you actually, because you know, it's mathematically true, Mm-hmm. It makes it a lot easier, but even even still, it's painful because yeah. we're social organisms. We want to, we want people to like us, and we want to like other people. Hundred percent, absolutely. But oppressed people, I'm not a psychologist, but oppressed people sometimes go after each other mm-hmm. because they feel like they're fighting for a finite number of spots, and so that's why sometimes you have things that don't make sense where you'd be way better collaborating. Like I thought that was the most fascinating, most horrific thing about Washington. People stab each other's eyeballs out. They could care less. No morals. Are they nice total. to their face? Yeah, of course. 
of course, all la di da, like howdy doody to your face, and then they're carving out the white of your eyeball, you know, but they're taking it out of your head from the back, you know, like they're going right. to the back of your head to pull your eyeball out the back. But whatever. I mean, look, I mean, the, the great thing that I've learned with some of my ups and downs is really good people, hard to come by, very scarce, mm-hmm. enjoy them and cherish them and don't yeah. take anything for granted. 100%. Every day is a gift, right? So where's, when's your next show? When can we come see you? Um, the 12th, I'm at the comic strip, but I'll send you guys, a, when I get back, I'll send you the show that I'd want you guys to come to. Okay, cool. You know, because there's sometimes I perform in some shitholes, so. Okay. Well, uh, not but, to be named. By the way, we would go to, trust me. No, I'm not saying that you guys are, wouldn't go to a shithole. No, I'm Trump just saying, you know. shithole nations. We don't think there are any shithole places. Yeah, right? No, they're really, those shithole places are amazing, too. But we can exactly. find you online, too, on your yeah, website. Yeah, but I'll reach out to you guys. Tell yeah. us about where I'll we can find you, you on Instagram. Where do we find so, you on Instagram? So uh, Instagram is Madison Malloy, M-A-L-L-O-Y, comic. And then Twitter is Madison Malloy. My podcast is next to Madison, T-O, um, Anthony was on on my podcast. Deidre's coming on soon. Definitely. So let's make that happen. Make it happen, honey. Um, what else? That's um, it. And you got some cool things coming out, some production yeah, things, you things you're in production. Keep us posted. Yeah, just right. gotta stay positive, and and hopefully next time I'm here, I'll be like, oh, give us a great promoting update. Is something that would be amazing. Yeah. All right, well, we're gonna definitely get you back, Madison. Thank well, you thank so you much, s- and thank you for, for having me on. on here. Thanks for you coming. You're amazing. All right. All right. See you next Tuesday. Right, Are you going to be here? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think we have See another guest. Tuesday. No pun intended. Oh, my God. See you next Tuesday. Oh, my God. Or Neil, that's like right. my coffee cup that's from the University of North Texas, and it's got a little... Handle yeah. in the anyway. shape of a seat. Is that why you guys picked Tuesday so you could do See You Next Tuesday, which is the funniest <laughs> line ever. That I love be, it. Oh, my God. That could be our tagline now. That's Mooch the perfect the way to go out. See you, See next, you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. <laughs> We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.